So we're holding by Perak of Zion Pasachest, learning tonight should be a schosli ilinish masichashraga So we learned previously that David leaves Eretz Yisrael to escape Shaul, and he goes to live with Achish in the city of Gas, which is a Plishti city. David then requests a place away from the royal city where he's not infringing on Achish, he's not utilizing his, Achish's supplies, and he's not in competition with Achish. And so Achish grants him the city of Tziklag. Now, on the surface, it just seemed that David's request was he just wanted to be, uh, he didn't want to infringe on Achish and on the royal city. But we'll see that in Pasachas and Pasachas today, that David has an ulterior motive, that he wants to really be out of sight of the Plishtim because he has other business he wants to attend to. So Pasachas, David and his men went up. And Rashi says that it's a past tense because it's, it's, it's teaching him that David and his men regularly would go up. What did they do? Vayifshitu, they regularly would go and spread out and take up arms, Elagishuri, to the Gishuri people, Vagizri, the Gizri people, Vamaleki, and also the Amalekim who were in that area. So he would go and raid these three nations. Kihena they were the original inhabitants of that area. Bayachashura, which was near the approach to Shura, the Eretz Mitzrayim, spread out to Mitzrayim. So they were in that area. They were also enemies of Achish as well. And so therefore David was not concerned that either Achish would try to prevent David from doing it, or that they would complain to Achish because they did not necessarily get along with Achish. David and his men went for supplies. They needed food to eat. Now it's interesting is the nation here that's the Geshuri. First of all, all of these three nations are... Um, the Malbim says that they were all uh, 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 nations of the Shivas Amim, right? The Zion uh, uh, Amim that lived in Eretz Yisrael, that Klai Yisrael was commanded to completely annihilate. And so therefore, the Malbim says that this going against them was actually a mitzvah. The Radak says that the reason why um, that they were able to um, successfully, um, that David was able to be successful against them, is that the Pasuk says, and they lived there a long time, meaning they got very complacent. So maybe, whereas previously they were on guard and had proper watchmen and scouts and protected themselves, they grew complacent because they were living there a long time, and therefore David was able to catch them off guard and overpower them. Now what's interesting is this Geshuri people that's mentioned, the, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, this is Dav Kof, Zayin Abed Aleph says that David married an Aisha Sifas Toyar, which is a Gentile woman that is captured during the course of a battle, during the course of a war that a Jewish soldier is allowed to marry under certain conditions. And the Gemara says that that woman was Macha, who was the daughter of Talmai, the king of Geshur, and the children from that marriage came Avshalom and Tamar. So what's interesting is that the Dasoifim says that it's likely that during the course of the battle against the Geshura, which we see over here, it's very possible that David meets Macha and or or captures Macha and marries her. It's very possible as a result of this battle with the Geshuri here. So Pasuk Tes. So Vihika David Esaretz. So David would um, kill the land. In other words, he would attack the these uh, loca- localities, these locations. And he wouldn't leave alive any man or woman. He would take as um, spoils of battle the sheep and the cattle, the donkeys, and the camels, um, as well as clothing. And he would come and return to Achish. So the Radak explains, David did not leave any one alive, not even take any captives, even though normally that was the 
norm, norm was to take captives as slaves. The Redak says he didn't want to leave any survivors who would be able to tell uh, the, who, had, who had attacked them. And that was crucial to David's plan. So David's ulterior motive here was to do, go do battle against these nations of Canaan and escape any repercussions from Achish. The a medrash on Megillus Esther actually says that Haman, who was a descendant of Amaleki, right, one of the people here that was being attacked, said when he was trying to get support to annihilate support from the you know from the king and from the other ministers to annihilate the Yidin, he said, "Look, they have no mercy on us because look, they wiped out their ancestor. They, David wiped out all of the men and women and didn't leave anyone alive." So. What's interesting here also is something we learned previously. Remember when Shmuel sends Shaul to go and kill Amalek, and Shaul leaves alive all of the livestock, all the animals. And Shaul had commanded him, uh, rather, Shmuel had commanded him specifically to do so. And we had a discussion there, is that part of the mitzvah min to wipe out the livestock? Or was that just the hairah Shaul? For that time, Shmuel commanded Shaul to wipe out the livestock. It would seem here and some of the Mepharshim bring a raya from here, that there was no chiv to wipe out the livestock, because otherwise David would not have taken the livestock from the Amalekim. But you see here that he did, so obviously the halacha to kill out the livestock does not apply, uh, uh, the halacha to, uh, rather I should say, the halacha to wipe out Amalek does not apply to the livestock, and we have to say that what happened by Shaul was a, was a hirasha.